Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. People listening on the free Odyssey app. That's free. That's F-R-E-E free. The Odyssey app. Get it. It's free. People tuned in on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. All my folks listening on Sirius XM Channel 158. And every person who has a smart speaker. You can ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. You can literally walk into your front door at home and just say, hey, play CBS Sports Radio. And boom, the JR Sport Brief show will pop on whatever the hell you listen to. It'll pop right on here on the airwaves. Thank you so much to super producer and host Ryan Hickey for joining us, holding it down on the boards in New York. And so whether you happen to be on the roads, at home, at work, whether you are a chef, a bartender, an Uber driver, Amazon driver, a postal worker, a hospital worker. If you work or serve in the military, thank you for your service. If you served, thank you for your service. I'm going to hang out with you for the next two hours. It's been a busy Tuesday. It's been a busy evening. It's been a busy, busy day. So much has gone on. First of all, We know who the hell made it into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, or just the Baseball Hall of Fame. Todd Helton made it in, Adrian Beltre made it in, and then Joe Maurer, former Minnesota Twin. They are your three players, the only three players to make it in to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Jim Leland makes it in as manager. He gets in not via the writers, who have to vote the players in. They have to catch or receive more than 75% of the vote. Jim Leland goes in via one of these uh, these special committees that they have. And so congratulations, Todd Helton, Adrian Beltre, and then also Joe Maurer making it in to Cooperstown. No Gary Sheffield. He missed it on his 10th and final try here on the ballot. He would have to get in via one of these special committees in the next few years. And the same thing for Alex Rodriguez. He has many more years left on the ballot in front of him. I think he has about seven years left on the ballot. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, not close to getting in. No Manny Ramirez. Uh, Congratulations to the three that made it. Uh, Billy Wagner, flamethrower for the Houston Astros for the most part. The majority of his career, I should say. Uh, Billy Wagner just missed it by about one or two percentage points next year. He is probably going to get in to the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to the three men 
that I mentioned that did make it in. Also, those dudes, the highest accolade, Adrian Griffin, the Milwaukee Bucks head coach, he got fired earlier today with a record of 30-13. and 13. He didn't even make it to the NBA All-Star break. They got him the hell up on out of here expeditiously. They say that he lost the locker room, that Giannis lost confidence in him, that the team did not believe in his defensive principles. This team, with Giannis Antetokounmpo and also Brooke Lopez, the defense was pathetic. They are giving up 120 points a game. That is 25th out of 30 NBA teams. They're at the bottom. I don't care what their record looks like. And it's been reported that Doc Rivers is the top candidate to go out and replace Adrian Griffin and lead the Milwaukee Bucks. Adrian Griffin, this man, was an assistant coach in the NBA for 16 years. He played for nine years. He finally gets a head coaching chance, a job, an opportunity. He doesn't even make it through half the season. Well, technically he did, but not even the all-star break. He did send a message to Bleacher Report after he got fired. Adrian Griffin says, I appreciate the opportunity the Bucks gave me. You can't control everything. I feel good about the job we did. I appreciate my coaching staff for all of their hard work. I always wanted to be a head coach in this league. I couldn't have asked for a better roster. I got to coach Giannis, Dame. Chris, Brooke, it's a dream come true. Hopefully I get another shot at it, but overall, I'm just thankful. Tough. This man has been interviewing for head coaching jobs for years, and there were just reports that he wanted to have his system, and he tried to fit those players into his system instead of utilizing the players' talents and skill sets and turning that into the system. And so let's see if Doc Rivers takes over the job. It's been reported that Doc Rivers has been an informal consultant to Adrian Griffin, and maybe Doc Rivers just takes over completely. Also, last hour, I want to give a big, massive thank you to Fernando Ramirez for joining us for, from the Sporting Tribune. He covers everything Los Angeles Chargers, and we have learned over the past few hours via multi- multiple reports that it appears that Jim Harbaugh is on his way to finalizing a deal and a contract to become the next coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. There is no firm confirmation, but everybody is reporting that it looks like it is going to go down that way And I assume over the next several days, we're going to get an official announcement. Jim Harbaugh back to California, back to the NFL. And this time, it's going to be with the Chargers. So we have already discussed a lot. We've already talked about a lot. And as we continue on with the show, we heard from Brandon Bean, the general manager of the Buffalo Bills, had some kind words for Stephon Diggs. I told you about Nick Sirianni. Uh, He kept his job, so he's just firing all the coordinators who, I guess, stunk underneath him. Uh, Brian Johnson gone as offensive coordinator. Uh, Matt Patricia, Sean Desai gone. They will not be handling uh, defensive play calling next season. 
And so as we continue on with the show, I, I, I have to touch upon this because it went down last night. And there's so much that has happened today in less than 24 hours. You know, Terry Rozier being traded uh, to the Miami Heat. I got to talk about this, this performance by Joel Embiid. I have to talk about this performance last night by Carl Anthony Towns. When we exited off of the air, Joel Embiid already broke a record. A career-high 70 points. A Sixers game record, 70 points. Joel Embiid lost his mind. The Sixers beat the San Antonio Spurs 133-123. to Embiid also poured in 18 rebounds. They threw water on him. They had to cool him down. This man is going for another MVP, I guess, if he could play in enough games. But more importantly, Joel Embiid is trying to go for a championship. This man was lighting it up all game long. Joel Embiid, he spoke to NBC Sports Philadelphia after his scoring outburst, and he talked about his mindset in the fourth. Uh, close the game out, honestly. The game was still pretty close, so uh, obviously when you got the hot hand and you want to close the game out, you know, that was my mindset. And, you know, obviously closing the game out means being aggressive and, you know, playing whether it's defensively and offensively, you know, trying to get as many stops and, you know, trying to score the ball. So, uh, you know, make great passes. Uh, so that was really my mindset. Oh, that was his mindset. And he is, he's a great passer. I got to tell you this. He had one pass yesterday, kind of, off the side, behind the back, towards the basket. You know, I watched him here a couple of weeks ago uh, take on the Atlanta Hawks, and I watched him and just distributing the ball and his ability to do so uh, without James Harden now leading the way or Ben Simmons, uh, he has become a very good passer. And for as big as he is, he's quick, but he's not fast. And he's just busting ass out there. He's able to operate at the top of the key. He can certainly go down low and has post moves. He was dropping his shoulder into Victor Wembenyama. Joel Embiid is playing on a different level right now. After his 36, or excuse me, after his 70 points last night, he is averaging 36 points on the season. But he did say this, my goal? (sighs) Yeah. I want to win a championship. These points are nice, but I need the title. This is what he also told NBC Sports. You know, we've been through a lot, and but you know, this is nothing. This is uh, this is just uh, another accomplishment. Uh, obviously, you want to get you know the whole thing, and you know that's why we walk into walls. We got a long way to go. Yeah, they got a long way to go. Joel Embiid can abuse people all season long. He can put up these ridiculous numbers. Damn it, he can go out there and average forty points. For the season. Are you winning the title? Are you going to be the big dog in the yard by the time the postseason comes around? We saw what Nikola Jokic did last year. Putting up numbers that we haven't seen in the NBA since dudes just walked the face of the earth and just balled out on the court. Guys like Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell. Nikola Jokic put his name up in that space in that era. What the hell is Joel Embiid going to do? And yeah, we know. And we had a caller hit us up last night. He said, doesn't like the NBA. It's too much offense. There's no resistance. Well, that's, that's fine by you as these players go up and down the court. 
I'm resigned to the fact that the games have changed. And it's not just just the NBA, the NFL, offense, all day. Major League Baseball, did we forget how they changed the rules before last season just so we had more scoring, just so we had shorter games, just so we had more action? The world changes. People's attention spans change. The games will continue to change. So, for instance, you know, even someone like Kevin Durant, he heard about this 70-point game by Joel Embiid. And he just was like, what? Listen to this. I don't know if you saw Joel and B had scored 70. Cat had 60. 70? Yeah. Joel had 70 today. 50. Yeah, 70. Yeah. So what did nights like tonight mean in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> I seen Cat had 40 at half. I mean, the skill level in this league is insane. And, and, and actually the coaching, the schemes on offense is insane. You're seeing so many different sets being run. Uh, for bigs to get threes. I mean, coaches are being way more creative to put their best players in, in, in great positions to get those numbers. And you got shooters all around the floor. You got penetrators. I mean, this is the peak of basketball, in my opinion. You're seeing it with guys doing. I mean, come on, man. Our bigs. We got bigs in the league getting 70 and 60, making 9, 10 threes, shooting pull-up jump shot. I mean, it's insane what we got going on. It is insane what we got going on. The offense is absolutely through the roof. And you also heard the reference there to Carl Anthony Towns, who last night, through halftime of his game against the Hornets, Carl Anthony Towns had 44 points. He finished the night with 62 points. And unfortunately, he had 62 points in a loss. The Hornets came back and beat the Wolves 128 to 125 you want to talk about all the shooting the big men knocking down the jays and the jumpers carl anthony towns was 10 of 15 from three anthony edwards didn't score a point until the second half i mean they pretty much admitted we were just trying to go out there and feed carl anthony towns anthony edwards sat at the game at his locker and pretty much admitted yeah, we were just trying to boost up Carl Anthony Towns' scoring numbers. He started out, obviously, started out on fire. Did you think that it turned, the focus turned from winning the game to just trying just to get trying him? To get, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he hit his first six, seven shots. I think everybody was pretty much just trying to see him go get 100 points. I knew I was. We're trying to get the man 100 points. How the hell do you feel when you got 70, excuse me, 62 and the team loses. Carl Anthony Towns says, yeah, it hurt. It's hard to look at the game like that. I just, just doing my job. I, I really just wanted to win. I feel it. I feel it hurts, you know. You want, you want to be able to have one of those nights on a win. You know, having a night like that on a loss doesn't feel very uh, good, historic, whatever you want to say. It doesn't make me feel happy about the night we had. No, doesn't feel good? No, it doesn't. And you know what's crazy, Ryan? When, when we were still here on air and the game was still going on, we had a conversation about, like, could, could he get to 70, right? And he, he couldn't push it to 70. He couldn't match Joel Embiid. We heard Anthony Edwards talk about how they were trying or he was trying to get him to 100 points, and they failed. You know, by the time I got home and turned on the end of the game, I, ha- I kind of shook my head and laughed, and I said, these bum-ass Hornets came back and, and beat the Wolves? Ryan, I did not see that coming, man. 
Same when we were joking about keeping it close to get them to 70 or 82, maybe. Uh, they took that message too literally. And so, uh, losing the game the way they did down the stretch. Uh, and their head coach said it. They got what they deserved. Yeah. They, they stopped playing to win the game. And they were playing just for Carl Anthony Towns in the stat sheet. And Chris Finch, uh, yeah, he destroyed his own team in a way that you really don't hear. Listen to this. There's a lot of ways to be immature. There's always a lot of ways to be immature. Um, and there was a lot of immature performances here throughout the, the roster. We totally disrespected a, the game ourselves. Um, and we got exactly what we deserve. So, Chris, did, did you also see, I mean, did it turn into Carl trying to hunt? Like a, Absolutely. a a big number. And yeah, I mean it was. I mean, but for a while, I mean, it was going. Um, but you know, down the stretch, we you got uh, you know kind of dried up for us. Yeah, it kind of kind of dried up. Yeah, it did. It dried up big time. I mean, at the end of the game, the Hornets they went home with a W. But even their announcer, the Hornets announcer, he was losing his mind watching Carl Anthony Towns shoot all of these threes. He was 10 of 15 from deep. And if he hit another three or if he hit 70 points, I think Eric Collins from Bally Sports up with the uh, the Hornets, this man would have had a heart attack. Listen to how crazy he was watching Carl Anthony Towns just shoot away. 38. Yeah, that man was was losing his mind. And there are a lot of people, you know, losing their minds right now watching NBA basketball. We had the call last night, caller last night. Not happy with the league. Says these numbers are inflated. Joel Embiid with 70. Carl Anthony Towns with 62. Carl Anthony Towns with 44 points at halftime. We have entered into a new era of basketball. I mean, we can go back into the into the 80s and we can think about the moving, the shaking, the layups, but they weren't taking threes like they are right now. I mean, we got players. Come on. We, we just heard Kevin Durant talk about it. We witnessed it with Carl Anthony Towns. We had a power forward slash center take 15 threes last night. Bananas. I mean, if I got to go back to the uh, the 90s, if you want to think about an era full of big men, the Akeem Olajuwans, the Patrick Ewings, the Shaquille O'Neal's, the David Robinsons, the Alonzo Mornings, the Kembe Mutombos, they might take a combined one three-pointer or two threes in an entire week, maybe for an entire month, and you got somebody like Carl Anthony Towns jacking up 15 threes in a night is there too much offense in the nba has the offense gotten out of hand i know by the time we get to the postseason people are gonna start putting the clamps down i know by the time we get to the the, the postseason i should say we know that we're going to see defense. We know that the intensity is going to ratchet up. But I can tell you this, by someone who attends tons of NBA games all throughout the course of the year, they don't play no damn defense. It's up and down the court, and they don't tighten up until they get to the fourth. It's all about scoring. It's about getting that money. It's about getting paid. 
And then it's about locking down. And if you needed a good example, take a look at these Minnesota Timberwolves. Look at what happened last night. Offense, 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 offense. And a loss. Their own head coach called them out for being immature, for not stepping up, for not taking the game seriously. The Minnesota Timberwolves have been one of the best teams in the NBA this season. Carl Anthony Towns puts up a ridiculous performance, and it's all for naught. You know, maybe that that old cliche is true. Maybe the, the defense does win you championships. But right now, the NBA is full of offense. Maybe that's another reason why Adrian Griffin was fired as the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. All defense and no excuse me, all offense and no defense. Well, it'll go out there and get you the boot. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. NBA, too much offense? Not enough defense? Are these numbers fake? Are they inflated to you? The phone lines are open if you want to give me a holler. Before we move on, how about this? The best defense, I guess if you ask Joel Embiid, is a good offense. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD veterans and their families. Their members are their mission. You can learn more at NavyFederal.org. I told you about Embiid. 70 points, a franchise record. The Sixers beat the Spurs 133-123. to The man dropped 70 points in 37 minutes. Joel Embiid joining Michael Jordan as the only two players with at least 65 points, five rebounds, and five assists in a game. Not bad company to keep. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back on the other side... I'm going to tell you about somebody else. Speaking of offense, this man has more points than anybody in NBA history. But does he have a contract? What's the deal with him? I'm going to tell you about LeBron. We're going to talk some NFL. I'm going to talk to you about some streaming. We got a lot to do here on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Shout outs to Carmelo Anthony. You know, someone who's a good friend of Carmelo Anthony's is uh, someone named LeBron James. Unfortunately, there will be no LeBron James playing tonight. The Lakers will be taking on the Clippers on LeBron James dealing with some ankle pain. Not an ankle sprain, but some ankle pain. And I don't know if this is just a way to get a day off or a night off, uh, but the Los Angeles Lakers will be playing in Los Angeles as the visitors tonight as the Lakers take on the Clippers. The Lakers, we know, have just been just flat this year. They have a record of 22-22. and They're sitting right there equal at 500. Uh, The Clippers are 27-14. and Looks like they're finding their stride alongside with, or excuse me, they're finding their stride with James Harden and Paul George and and even Kawhi Leonard, who looks like he's going to play a lot of games this year which is a little bit of a shock. And, and we certainly know the Los Angeles Lakers, man, they, they're always hunting for that next star, that next player that helps get them over the hump. Earlier on in the show, uh, we spoke with Jake Fisher from Yahoo Sports. He covers the NBA, and he talked about how the Lakers are, are looking towards someone like uh, DeJounte Murray, maybe even an injury-prone Zach Levine, uh, to help add some scoring boost uh, to the Lakers. But no scoring boost tonight for the Lakers and LeBron James. And LeBron has unfortunately uh, been in the news not just because of this this ankle pain. Uh, there was a report today that the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James have not engaged in any type of, of contract extensions and what have you. Uh, LeBron James does have a player option for next season, which means he can stick around with the Los Angeles Lakers or that LeBron James can just, poof, up and go elsewhere. It's a possibility. And LeBron James, let's just be real, over the past several days, over the past several weeks, he hasn't been happy with the way the Los Angeles Lakers have been competing. I mean, on Friday night, they lost to the Brooklyn Nets, 130-112. to 112. And LeBron James is just like, oh. Somebody asked him, hey, LeBron, how are you going to get past the loss? And LeBron James is like all of us. He just said, I'm going to sit down and watch some football. Let's take a listen to this. Yeah, just just sit down and watch football just like all of us. But I guess if LeBron James does want to be optimistic about something, uh, we found out earlier today about the uh, new inductees into Cooperstown. Adrian Beltre is going in. Todd Helton is going in. Joe Maurer is going in. Jim Leland is going to make his way on in as a manager. Th- when this release comes out, I always have to laugh just a little bit. USA Basketball, they released a 41-player pool for the 2024 Olympics. Now, 
I don't know if this is comical to anybody. Maybe it's just hilarious to me. They named 41 people. They're only going to have 12 dudes on the team. Now, help me out here. I understand you you, you want to have uh, two rosters and teams. You're going to have young emerging players who are not going to make the team. You want them to have the experience. But I mean, damn, do we have to go about naming a 41-player pool? Like, this is like three all-star teams. This is more than the all-NBA. Like, to think about some of the names here, are just just ridiculous. Hey, Ryan Hickey, did you see this 41-name player pool? Did you see this? I saw it. I would be lying, though, if I said I read every single name because I think I'd miss the show. 41 names? Like, what are we doing here? You know what? I can close my eyes and go, okay, 41 names. they only going to have a 12-team, 12, 12 guys going to make the team. Let's just lop off three names automatically. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. That's down to nine other dudes. I I think I'd be safe to throw in Jason Tatum. That's four. So that's eight slots left for about 30 other dudes. It just makes no sense. And we got a bunch of young guys here. So Desmond Bain is on this list. Scotty Barnes, Devin Booker, likely to make the team. Jalen Brunson will probably not make the team. Alex Caruso, forget about it. Anthony Davis is here. Anthony Davis will probably make the team. Oh, yeah, that's right. Joel Embiid also decided to play for Team USA instead of France. Joel Embiid will make the squad. Josh Hart, Tyrese Halliburton, he'll likely get on. Cam Johnson, forget about it. Walker Kessler, no. Kawhi, eh, probably. Damian Lillard, likely to make the team. Chris Paul, eh, maybe not. Now that he's old, his hands are broken. And then Trey Young. Trey Young will probably uh, not end up on the team either. Just hilarious how they got to name 41 guys just to, uh, you know, placate everybody's ego uh, to, to, to make them feel good. Team USA basketball going to try to go out there and win some gold next year in Paris. 12 players out of 41. Yeah, Chet Holmgren. Yeah, let me know if he makes the team. He got to wait a couple more Olympics. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, speaking of feeding someone's ego, the Buffalo Bills got the boot from the postseason. Stephon Diggs did not want to talk after the game, and now his general manager is feeding his ego. I guess he's trying to get ahead of any uh, disruptive tweets from Stephon Diggs. We're going to hear from Brandon Bean on the other side of the break. The phone lines are open if you want to give me a holler, 855-212-4CBS. We got to talk about some of the uh, streaming news, big streaming news that has come down the pipe all throughout the day. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, 
from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. We know who's going into Cooperstown Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, even Jim Leland is getting in on the manager's side. And so these are three individuals, plus one, sorry, Jim Leland, that are just receiving the ultimate compliment for their careers. And so here we have individuals who will be complimented all the way through. Just immortalized, right? That's what everybody wants. You want to be known as one of the best if you do something. And then on the other hand, we have guys that just need a they need a pat on the back, right? They they need a hug. They need encouragement. They they because nowadays, especially in 2024, we got a lot of dudes who want to whine and cry and they need a lollipop and they need mommy and they 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 just need it all, right? Look, I know the Buffalo Bills have had a rough go at it, especially after the way their season just ended against the Kansas City Chiefs again. And someone who we didn't hear from at the end of the game, someone who had a lot of explaining to do at the end of last season after his uh, performance petered out and he didn't get the ball, was Stephon Diggs. Well, here we are again. Same place, same time, different year, another disappointment. At least Stephon Diggs did not pitch a uh, public fit on the sidelines with his quarterback to complete the season. He only had three receptions for 21 yards towards the latter half of the season you would be hard-pressed to find a game where Stephon Diggs went over 100 yards he finished the season overall with almost 1200 yards receiving to go along with eight touchdowns but a lot of that damage was done early Stephon Diggs is 30 years old Stephon Diggs is sitting in the middle of a contract right now And Stephon Diggs is likely going absolutely nowhere as wide receiver one for these Buffalo Bills. And so how they decide to smooth things out and and make things better, I have no idea. But their general manager, Brandon Bean, he has already come through and he's already paid him a compliment. I guess this is a, a preemptive strike just to let everybody know, yeah, Josh... Josh Allen loves him. And you know what? Me? So do I. This is Brandon Bean telling everybody, Stephon Diggs, oh, he's still a number one receiver. 
he's a number one receiver. Um, you know, it's I firmly believe that. I'm not wavering off of that. I still – I think teams – listen, we have to continue to put weapons out there to keep teams from bracketing him or, you know, locking him down in different ways to take him away. They they know you're going to want him. I mean, you know, so Steph can still play. I'm sure he would love to have that, you know, that deep ball again. He'd be the first to tell you. He's super competitive. He's going to work his tail off this offseason. And, and, you know, that's – I don't – I know there's various reasons or questions on this or his production all that, but um, I still see Steph as a number one receiver. Uh, if you got to run around and, and convince everybody of it, is it true? If you got to run around screaming from the mountaintops, is it true? Is Stephon Diggs, he might be their number one wide receiver. He ain't Tyreek Hill. He's not Justin Jefferson. He's not C.D. Lamb. He's not in that category. He's not Jamar Chase. He could be the Buffalo Bills number one. He can still go out there and get you 1,000-plus yards and almost 10 touchdowns. But Stephon Diggs, he's not in that, that, that upper echelon. He's, he's not there. He's in the notch below. And the Buffalo Bills, that's certain something that they certainly have to figure out. And why I've said over the past several days, why I've been saying for a few years now, you have to get Josh Allen some help. Stephon Diggs was a help when he arrived. But this man ain't no, no spring chicken. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got Lee. Lee is calling from Cincinnati. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Lee? Not much, JR. Thanks for taking my call. And um, I just want to say, first of all, this is why I called. The fact that Adrian Beltre made it into the Hall of Fame makes me happier than you can ever imagine because he was he was good offensively as a third baseman. But I think what got him in, and it's starting to show once again how important defense is in the minds of voters because Beltre, he was probably, in my opinion, defensively the best third baseman since Brooks Robinson. Now, Mike Smith was really good also, but Mike Smith did a lot of bombs. But Adrian Beltre was incredible defensively. If he wasn't the best and didn't win a gold glove, he was always number two for all the years that he played. Yeah, and he won really glad he, he won that gold glove a five times at the hot corner. Five times. And I think that was over like a twelve year period that he did eleven or twelve year period, which means that when he wasn't winning, he was still right up there. He was just so consistent at third base. You know what I mean? And, of course, yeah, he led the league in home runs one year. That's what people look at and they go, oh, that's what? No. It was because he was so good as a defensive player. And I remember hearing um, pitchers talk about how when he was their third baseman, they didn't have to worry about it. They could give up shots down the line all day long, and they knew that he was going to cover it for them. So, I mean, so I just want to say kudos to him. I didn't think he was going to make it to the Hall of Fame, and I'm so glad that he did. You d- he why didn't you think years. he was going to make it to the Hall of Fame? The man has more than 450 home runs. He's in a 3,000-hit club. You just talked about his defense. Why do you think he wouldn't have made it? I Well, let me – all right, I, I apologize. Let me step back. I didn't think he was going to make it this early in the voting. I thought it was going to ah, take yeah. years and years and years for him to go through. I didn't think that people were going to realize just how great he really was. You know, just so soon after he was gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's what I appreciate. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I hear you, Lee, and thank you so much for, for calling from Cincinnati. And he did make it in. Adrian Beltre making it in. 95% of the vote, 95% of the vote. When you look at the stats and you look at the numbers and you look at his longevity, how could you not put Adrian Beltre into the Hall of Fame? And then I guess the only thing that I, I don't want to call it a negative about his career, for whatever reason, he never wanted anybody to touch the top of his head. That's it. It didn't matter if he had a game-winning grand slam and he ran across the bases and he crossed home plate. He didn't want anybody to pat him on the head. Like, he looked seriously like he was going to punch somebody in the face if they even dared to do so. Hey, Ryan Hickey, does that does that ring any bells? No? Do you recall that? Oh, I love watching those videos. Oh, I would what? never do it, but what? Pat him, Pat him on the head? Yeah. I don't know what his thing was, but if you touch his head, even if it, you know, even if it was like a home run, he comes back into the dugout, the most joyful you could be, you pat his head, there could be a fist coming your way. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that. This, uh, maybe there's some some type of uh, child uh, trauma there that he doesn't like. You know what we don't see a whole lot of in sports, and I guess this is just a, a societal change. We don't see the smack on the ass no more, do we? Every now and then, maybe, right? Definitely less frequency, right? I don't know what happened, but the, the ass smack is now out of <laughs> vogue, I guess. The ass smack is, is out of <laughs> vogue. No, it's, it's, it's true. It is. I guess with the era and the world that we live in right now, uh, I saw some of these memes and, and videos. People were making fun of Joel Embiid last night. Like every does everything have to have some type of uh, now who am I to say this? I make uh, plenty of of crude. I think sometimes crude, just hidden crude jokes. If you get it, you get it. But like Joel Embiid, they're throwing water on the guy on the court and Joel Embiid is shivering and people are tying that into, you know, just just sexual references and. People are like, oh, man, Chris Bosh is off the hook from when he was pouring champagne, you know, into his own mouth about a decade ago. I'm like, come on, people. It's like the when it comes to online and social media and the Internet, we just get the worst of the worst. We can't have teammates pouring water on a teammate because now that has some type of, uh, you know, sexual connotation to it. It's just can, can we just relax a little bit? Just a little bit. Is it a little too much to ask for people to to grow up? Just a little bit? I don't know. Let's go back to trying to pat Adrian Beltre, you know, on the head. And, yeah, how anybody surprised that he made it to the Hall of Fame, I have no idea. He played 21 years. He had 3,100 hits. One year he hit 48 home runs. He picked up five, count them, five gold gloves. Let me say it again. He played forever. 3,000 hits, 450 home runs. If I had those numbers, I would expect to be in a Hall of Fame. Me. Yeah, me. Unless I was uh, drug-assisted like, uh, you know, Barry Bonds, who didn't get in. Unless I was drug-assisted like uh, Alex Rodriguez, who did not get in. Unless I was allegedly drug-assisted by, like, Gary Sheffield, who is no longer on the ballot anymore. Gary Sheffield did not make it in to the Hall of Fame. 
I guess guilty by association, right? Little cream, little clear, no Hall of Fame. As as Ryan Hickey said, let's see if it takes another 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I guess some of the Hall of Fame voters are going to have to die off. There's about 400 of them. I'm sure most all of them are collecting Social Security. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Times are changing, folks. I guess the writers are going to have to change, too, before we get some of these uh, these guys in the Hall of Fame. And no cheaters, right? Better luck next year to Billy Wagner as well. Speaking of changes, a major change in streaming. If you hate streaming your sports, you better get used to it. I will explain here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.